Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, you earned your stripes. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. So I was having a conversation with one of my team members here recently, um, and she has gone through a lot. 2018 was a very intense year for her, very intense year for all of my teams, but very intense for her. A lot of learning, a lot of growing, a lot of like just gut-wrenching, soul-level discovery, pain, and requirements to get to where she is. And her and I were having a conversation yesterday during a meeting about just how far she's come in a year. And as we sat there, I looked at her and I was like, I want you to recognize like the woman that you've become in 12 months. Like in 12 months, look at look at the wars you've had to go through. Look at the games you've had to create. Look at the opportunities you've had to capitalize. Look at the series of very fucking painful, difficult decisions you had to make to get where you are. I was like, congratulations, you've earned your stripes for your first year and you've earned the right to be on the front lines. Now, it's the same conversation I've had with all of my team members at certain points inside their career and their rise with me inside of Wake Up Warrior, DKW Styling, our financial services companies across the board, which is there is a gestational process to earning the right of trust, right? Genuinely, I believe in human beings. There are some who clearly right out of the gate, you're like, not to be trusted. And I don't believe in them. But at the core, like most people are good people. Like they, they genuinely want to do what's good for themselves. They want to do what's good for society, for other human beings. Most people are not genuinely assholes. Um, there are some who, who demonstrate that part of it big time. But the biggest assholes on the planet are the people who think that they're somehow entitled to a result they have not earned. Like that, like the end, like they, they look at the game as I am somehow entitled to a result because I breathe. Like these are the individuals that just make me fucking sick. Like I watch it happen all over the place. People think it's somehow they're going to become a speaker like I am because they started talking today. Well, I've been talking my whole life, so, you know, Garrett, I'm going to become a speaker today. And yet I can take people, put them on my stage. We just finished an event, 1,200 men. I can hand them a microphone and they start trembling. Like they start shaking. I, I can take people, put them up there. They immediately, their mouth goes dry and they can't even, I can't even speak because they get such cotton mouth, right? There is a gestational process to paying your dues to become great at something. In the case of one of my trainers, she's had to pay some seriously heavy consequences and price this year to become who she is as a trainer and she's fucking killing it. On the flip side, inside the world of business, there's a price to be paid. People are like, well, how did you pull off what you pulled off in marketing? I'm like, motherfucker, I didn't start doing this yesterday. 17 years I've been an entrepreneur. I've made so thousands of difficult decisions, thousands. And I've earned my stripes. And guess what? I'm still earning my stripes. I've not earned my stripes at the bigger level. I'm not a billionaire. Will be, but I'm not yet. I haven't earned my stripes. So you and I every single day are earning the right, earning the right to gain our stripes, earning the right. You know, the first time you're a parent, you only know certain things, 
right? And you think that because you put your penis in a vagina and you squirt a little semen that somehow you actually are a parent. You're not a fucking parent. You're a guy with a cock that squirted some semen. Like, there's a big fucking difference. So you and I on this daily basis are left with this decision. And the question I have for you today is this. Where in your world right now are you not paying your dues and not earning your stripes? Is it across the core four, across body being balanced business? What domain do you find yourself currently being unwilling to do what is required to earn your stripes in that category? Once you figure out what that area is, my friend here is the challenge. Ask yourself a second question. Why do I continue to not pay the price? Why do I continue to not pay the price? My friends, getting your stripes is not a complicated conversation. It's a simple conversation of commitment and decision. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire. Parable and our principle. Up next is the daily fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next daily fuel is going to be powerful, won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends. So, we are sitting here with the parable. The parable was simply reviewing the work that is required. And I had some serious conversations with some of my team members here in the last couple of weeks Uh, This is like kind of the end of the year process of wrapping everything up with our teams, giving everybody kind of their ultimate sit-down interviews, reviewing the work that they've done, the work that they haven't done, having conversations with them and going through it. And I was speaking directly to one of my trainers who's gone through a shitload of painful process here in 2018 to get to where she is. And the principle we pulled out of that parable is there is a gestational process of earning the right to trust Earning the right to trust. And the quote from today that actually pulled from my team for me on the Daily Fire is the biggest assholes on the planet are the ones who think that somehow they're entitled to a result they have not earned. This gestational process of earning the right, the right to results, the right to be trusted. We're going to link this up to our content here inside of the Warrior Book on page 268, chapter 20, being meditation. We're going to start off with a quote by Dr. Deepak Chopra, who said, meditation makes the entire nervous system go into a field of coherence. Now, Dr. Deepak Chopra, author, public speaker, and new age leader in alternative medicine, I've been, I've been listening and studying his content uh, for well over a decade. I think the very first time I was introduced to Dr. Chopra was, uh, Deepak was uh, back, let's see, 2004 or five, maybe six. Um, I was introduced to a lot of his teachings, his books, his writings. Uh, we went to some of his events, um, listen to, I mean, I've listened to hundreds of hours of content of his, uh, mostly just stuff that I've listened to over and over and over again. But, uh, this meditation idea is that meditation makes the entire nervous system go into a field of coherence, ties directly into our principle. There's a gestational process of earning the right to trust. So as we deal with this core four conversation, we're talking about a half a point for meditating every single day inside of our core four. What we're linking this up to is also an understanding that meditation itself is a gestational process of growth. 
Like, I don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden I'm a badass in meditation. I don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden meditation, I got it by the balls, right? Like meditation itself is a, is a process. It's a journey. It's a gestational expansion and it takes time. Like you got to earn your stripes with meditation. You got to earn your right with meditation, right? So there's two kinds of, there's experience with meditation, right? A lot of people get in meditation like, Garrett, you know, how, 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 how does meditation work for you? What is that like? What's the experience like? And I said, it's very simple. I listen, I sit in the same, same style position. I sit up in my chair, uh, preferably soft chair. I sit in a soft chair, like a, like a, like a uh, kind of a, I don't know how to describe it. I got one here, right here in my office in my house. It's just a big padded soft chair. I sit in the chair. I cross my feet the same. I don't do cross-legged thing. I hold my hands the same way in my lap. Um, and I listen to the same music. I listen to this Reiki music. And then I go into mantra meditation inside of where I repeat some mantras. And within 35 to 45 seconds, I'm completely out. And some people are like, oh, no, you're sleeping. I was like, nope, not sleeping. Totally different. I come to from 20 minutes of meditation and I am completely lit on fire. It's like my body literally has course corrected itself. The nervous system was purged. And then I went back to producing the results that I needed to produce. This game of meditation, though, started for me in the beginning of not even being able to close my eyes for less than, you know, two minutes without feeling like I was sitting there all day long. Right. And we're going to read about some of the meditation experience here in a second inside of our chapter. But just understand, like to get to a point where my meditation would be this profoundly powerful for me has taken a serious shitload of work to get to this place. Like there was no guessing to get there. There was no nothing. Like it, w- it has taken a shitload of work to pull this off. So we're going to start off here with uh, earning your stripes. Verse 1, 268. What is meditation? Why do we meditate? Is meditation the same as prayer? Is prayer the same as meditation? Is meditation something spiritual? Is meditation something scientific? Is meditation something, uh, is med, does meditation matter at all? Inside of warrior, we know that meditation does matter and is far more significant than one might have ever imagined. Two, around 2005 to 2006, I was introduced to meditation as I was studying under a few mentors like Dr. Wayne Dyer. These guys were talking about this idea of meditation and I needed to do it, but I didn't really get what they meant because every time I heard meditation, all that kept coming to my mind was that it's not something you do if you're Christian. Three, so I wasn't really jiving with it because I never was raised with the term meditation. I was raised in Western culture where meditation was not something popular. We prayed and pondered. It took a shift in perspective to realize that they were more similar with each other than I'd realized. Four, with this shift, I also realized you don't have to be religious or non-religious person to have meditation. As it was introduced to me, meditation was this concept of being able to create space. Like, that's it. It was meant to create space. So in 2005 and six, I started to study The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer, reading his book, Getting in the Gap. Five, what is the gap? Dr. Dyer breaks down this concept that in between all of our thoughts we experience on a day-to-day basis, there is a space in between the thoughts known as the gap, in which we are looking and searching for power inside. So how do we get at this? How do we get this internal power? Six, now I'm not going to take you down some philosophical path. We operate with simple principles in warrior. The practicality behind the gap comes down to this, this, this. Meditation creates space, but the only way that you create space is to eliminate stress. Seven, and so stress and space go hand in hand. As businessmen who are trying to pursue the path of having it all, it is vital that tools in managing a marriage, children, family, clients, prospects, employees, payroll, taxes, and all the rest of it that comes up in our day-to-day experience. Eight, part of the reason why we fail is because of stress, which collapses space. 
The space we're talking about is in the gap that Dr. Wayne Dyer laid out to me back in the day. So I started down the path of meditation like a lot of people do when they begin. And I'm not going to lie, it feels like this weird experience because it's so new. In nine, I learned the concept of Japa breath meditation, which I was supposed to think about nothing but breathing in and out. I can do that, I thought. Here we go. Three, two, one. And this weird shit would happen right in the middle of this nothing. I was bombarded with thoughts, ideas, and concepts. Ten, what was wrong with me? I can't do this thing called meditation because I cannot get to this place called nothing that Dr. Wayne Dyer mentioned and Eckhart Tolle was talking about in The Power of Now. I just needed to come to The Power of Now right now. It was a super ethereal idea, but practically speaking, I felt like an idiot. Eleven. So I got a hold of Dr. Dyer's book, Getting the Gap on Guided Meditation. I figured that I found my problem. I can't calm down enough inside of meditation, so I'm going to have somebody guide me with it. I put on my headphones, and Dr. Dyer would have me towing with the following. God. Which would go on and on. Twelve. One day I was sitting and meditating on my deck, finally feeling like I was getting it. I really wasn't, but I did start to feel like someone was watching me, I thought. There is someone watching me. I'm pretty sure it's God. 13. I was convinced it was some divine being, some God that had been come down from the heavens with trumpets blowing and angels flying. But what I opened my eyes up to, I ended up dying, or what I opened my, uh, when I, when I opened, what if I opened, oh shit, sorry. But what if I opened up my eyes and I ended up dying? Ascending to heaven with all these trumpeted angels? So then I got scared to even open my eyes. By then I'm not sure what I was going to see. I do one more drop of breath. God. And it went on. I became very good at this, as you can tell. God. I could do it forever. 14. I finally opened my eyes, and what do I see? My wife eating a bowl of cereal, making fun of me the entire time while I'm going, God. Talking about, talk about feeling like a complete ass. I decided right then and there I was never going to meditate in front of her again. So I would do Joppa Breath quietly in the closet, which was in the guest room with our door closed down in the basement, hoping that no one would see me meditating. Fifteen, I was meditating because I was told that there was some kind of power there. And I was like, man, if I can find some power in this God, God thing, I'm going to do it. Well, then I'm going to find out if it'll work. Sixteen, this led me down a path of every single modality of meditation you can imagine. I went into the land of fantasy, gypsies and hippies and essential oils until I came back with the practical science of meditation in my journey. 17. To sum up, what I ended up with was simply in one conversational meditation is this. Meditation is about creating space. It's not about God, but it could be. It's not about science, religion, or spirituality, yet it could be about all of them as well. Meditation is about giving a man limitless power. 18. With space, you have clarity, and with clarity, you have confidence. With confidence, you have courage, and with courage, you have the ability to create more. Your space dictates what you see. When you're overwhelmed with stress, you can't see. I went on a spiritual journey for meditation, but the truth was it wasn't necessarily a spiritual pursuit. 19, it was far more practical than I'd ever imagined. If meditation becomes spiritual for you, that's great. If you grow closer to God, that's great. If you feel closer to your purpose, that's great. But I'm gonna have you look at meditation as something far more different than this. Meditation is the opposite of what most men do when they feel stressed, which is they sedate. 20, we have meditation and we have sedation. Before I had meditation, my sedation tool was that I work out. The more stressed I was, the harder I worked out. These are my training. These are my training for Ironman and running ultramarathon years. My workouts became sedation. 21. What's another way to sedate? Sex. We can easily become consumed with the sedation of masturbation and pornography. Everything becomes about releasing through sex when using this as a form of sedation. We become driven to release the stress. So we're like, dude, I've got to have sex. I have to have an orgasm. It's three o'clock in the middle of the day and we're stressed out. And so in our mind, we think I should go online to a porn site right now and jerk off. 
22. Stress out people do stupid shit and stress out guys make poor decisions. They create all kinds of problems and chaos and become victims inside of their own minds to their stories. So we're going we're gonna to sideline freestyle this for the rest of our, our, uh, our daily, daily fuel here. Let's go back to our principle. The principle is there is a gestational process of earning the right to trust. Meditation for me was my gateway to trusting God. <sighs> like I didn't find that trust in church, temple. I didn't find that in a full-time two-year Mormon mission. Um, I mean, I felt it. There were pieces, there were aspects of this. You know, I didn't feel it until I started practicing something. Now, 10 years ago, I left the religion I was raised in and I started on a path to discovery for myself, like a deep, deep, profound study. Like I wanted to know truth. I wanted to know and experience the wisdom and the power of God. And I'm not saying that you couldn't do that inside of the religion you were raised in or, or the experience of God that you've been raised in. If you're Muslim, great. If you're Christian, great. If you're Buddhist, great. If you're Hindu, great. If you're Sikh, great. If you're whatever you are, that's fine with me. Here's a piece I'm going to have you know, though. Spiritual evolution demands time. Like you can't fake it. There's no way to fake it. Like what happens to me when I meditate is over a decade, 12 years of meditating. I'm meditating 12 years already. Like it's crazy. I'm 42 years old. That means I've been meditating since I was 30. Like meditation for me has been a daily discipline. First couple of years, took me a little bit to get my rhythm. After that, game fucking over. Like I meditate. It is survival for me and it is abundance and it is prosperity. And I meditate and I experience meditation on a daily basis from one to three places. One, I experience it as um, a survival game, which is I meditate because I'm fucking fatigued. This is usually my middle of day meditation. You know, between 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just fucking blitzed. My brain is tired. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta recharge. 20 minutes, bam, recharged. There's my meditation in the mornings where I'm sitting, I'm calm, I've already woken up, I've only been up for an hour, an hour and a half, and I'm doing a shorter meditation, sometimes five minutes, 10 minutes of breath work, or maybe I'll do a 20-minute ascension. But nonetheless, inside of that meditation, I'm looking more for guidance and connection. And then there's a third kind, and this one is one where I'm completely aware, I'm not trying to reset, I'm not trying to recharge, I'm not looking for a little morning charge up, I'm literally searching for answers. And so I will ask questions, and then I will go into meditation. You know, one of the high-level strategies we use inside of the stack is that when you go to the place where inside the stack, it's asking you to pause and get clear on what you want. It's asking you to pause and get clear about where you're going. You know, when you get to this place where you're, you're in that kind of momentum inside your stack, you're asking yourself different questions, but you're also, you're also meditating from a different place. Like you're connecting from a different place and you're pausing. And that's when we're actually, when meditation becomes lethal is when you're learning all three of these amazing aspects of it. But the one thing I'll summarize on again is a principle that we took from our daily fire today, which is you earn your stripes. Like there is a gestational process to earning the right to trust. Like trusting meditation, trusting God, trusting the voice inside of you, trusting your path. This takes time. You're not going to be able to rush it. So my suggestion, hitch a core four. It's half a point. Half a point for meditation every day will change your life. Point number one here in the general tent, chapter 20, meditation is far more significant than you might have ever imagined, no matter what your religious background. Point number two, meditation is a practical way that creates space, releases stress, and expands who we are. If we meditate, we become greater than we were yesterday. Point three, 
By becoming the observer chooser, you must, as a man, as an individual, gain mastery of your mind, which is you've got to take yourself to a place where you can release pain and pleasure in order to access ultimate power. And point number four, meditation is the only consistent mechanism for expanding capacity inside of a loyal man's mind, heart, and nervous system. Even though it's difficult in the beginning because we're training our brain to think differently. Meditation is not something you have to do. It becomes something you must do. It becomes truly who you are. My brothers, sisters, listen. Meditation is a game changer. And guess what? There's a gestational process to it. But I can tell you right now, a year from now, you will have wished you started today. So get after it. That's your half a point, And that's the summary to this Daily Fuel. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.